On this podcast episode, I will be discussing goal setting primarily. We'll sprinkle in some self-talk thoughts and visualization as it pertains to being a champion. Because after all, isn't that why you're listening to this podcast to find out how to be a champion? Well, I hope so. Anyway, kick that theme music. Let's ball with Billy. You want a ball? Well, let's do it with Billy. Hey, y'all get a ball? Where at? What time? You want a ball with Billy? Hello, everybody. How you feeling? How you doing? Me? I'm great. Thank you for asking. Uh, Billy Barnwell here representing Ball with Billy Brand. Big Ball big ball with Billy Brand. Uh, don't quote me on that one. I don't have a brand. I'm just a guy talking to a microphone in my daughter's old room trying not to go crazy. So thank you for tuning in. I'm excited uh, to launch my second podcast. It's about a topic that I care about. It's a goal setting visualization, self-talk. We're just going to scratch the surface on these things. And as we go along in these in these uh, adventures together, we'll definitely expand on everything. But first, I want to do, I got some feedback from my first podcast, really just two pieces of feedback, which is two more than um, I had when I didn't have a podcast. So the first piece was somebody uh, mentioned to me that my math was wrong and how long, how many episodes it would take me to be a master. I said at five minutes an episode to get to the 10,000 hours, it would take 60,000. They corrected me. They said it would be actually 120,000 episodes at five minutes an episode. So no small task, but I'm up for it if you are. We got a long way to go. We'll have our great, 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 great grandkids will be listening to this podcast. How nice, how nice. We get to pass that along to them. Uh, And the second piece of feedback was, that is the worst intro music I've ever heard. Well, I mean, if you're going to be, if you're going to be bad, you might as well be the worst, right? So I'm excited about that. Thank you for the feedback. Other, otherwise I got, I got nothing else. No other feedback on the podcast. I'm, I'm accepting all feedback at this point in time they say no no uh bad press is good press or or no news is good news i don't know what they say but for me i'm lonely just reach out to me tell me i suck tell me i'm great it's all the same to me if you're talking to me that means i i have your attention uh in some way shape or form so let's get to it all right goal setting is very important it's hard to do it's work, right? Uh, but let's talk about it. Let's dive in. So just some thoughts here. To accomplish your goals, you first need to know how to set them. Okay? You can't just simply say, I want to and expect it to happen. You know, it's a process. Goal setting is a process. It starts with careful consideration of what you want to achieve. Careful consideration of your priorities. And it ends with you know, the actual work of actually doing what you set out to do. Goal setting not only allows you to take control of your game, it also provides you a benchmark for determining whether you're actually succeeding, which is something that people miss out a lot. It's, am I getting better? How do I quantify that? How do I know? Okay. So we'll start with this. Number one, 
Set goals that motivate you. All right. Motivation is the key factor to achieving your goal. Okay. When you set goals for yourself, it's important that they motivate you. And this means making sure that they're important to you, to you. Okay. And that there is value in achieving them. Why do you want to achieve them? What makes it important? Now, if you have little interest in the outcome or if they are irrelevant to you, the chances of you putting in work, much less meaningful work, to make them happen are slim to none. So set goals that motivate you. And number two, uh, we kind of mentioned it a little bit, but set relevant goals. Okay, Goal achievement requires commitment. So to maximize the likelihood of success, you need to feel a sense of urgency and have a I must do this attitude. So by keeping your goals meaningful, you will develop the necessary focus to get ahead and do what you want. All right, now without this type of focus, again, you'll end up with inconsistent uh, and fragmented goals that you know will only uh, squander your time and efforts. You have to set relevant goals, relevant, meaningful goals, okay? Number three, make sure your goals are attainable. Make sure it's possible to achieve the goals you set. All right, now if you set goals that you have no hope of achieving, uh, you're going to demoralize yourself. You're going to erode your confidence. You're going to wear away your self-esteem. Okay, now resist the urge to set goals that are too easy in the same breath. All right, you don't want you don't want quick check check boxes. You want to accomplish something. Okay. So by accomplishing a goal that you did not have to work hard for, it can be anticlimactic, ineffective, you know, but now setting realistic goals, but challenging goals. And that's where you come in. That's where you understand where the fringes of your abilities are and set goals just on the outside of that. So you're always reaching forward. By doing that, you're going to hit the balance you need. You know, these are the types of goals that require you to raise your bar and they bring great personal satisfaction, which is going to um, lend to your motivation and to the importance of it to you. When you start feeling that satisfaction of reaching these goals that are, are work for you, man, it's such a boost of your confidence. Okay. Now, there's an acronym called SMARTS, SMART, S-M-A-R-T, Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and uh, Time Driven. This is the first part of that. It's Specific and Measurable. Okay, so your goals must be clear and well-defined. This is important. Vague or generalized goals, they're unhelpful because they don't provide sufficient direction. You may be moving somewhere and you may be seeing some progress, but not as quickly or as efficiently as you could if your goals show you the way. All right, make it, make it as easy as you can to get to where you want to go by defining precisely where you want to end up. Specific, specific, specific. All right. And be sure to set goals that you have control over. Goals such as making uh, uh, All-State or making a, a tournament team or All-American or averaging 30 points a game and winning everything. You don't have any control over. So include precise totals, percentages, quantities in your goal setting so you can measure your degree of success. If your goal is set without a way to measure, then you'll miss out on the celebration that comes with knowing you have ultimately achieved your goal. You know, uh, uh, following a difficult routine for seven days every single day, 14 days. Uh, those are things that you can achieve. Those are numbers that you can achieve. 
you know, putting up X number of makes in the goal, doing uh, these dribbling drills, set yourself a time to reach these particular um, metrics. So be specific and measure them. And then set time-limited goals, also part of that SMART acronym. Your goals must have deadlines or time frames. This puts your feet to the fire. This means uh, you know when you're going to be able to celebrate your success. And so when you're working on a deadline, uh, you know, as you probably know through school or work or whatever the case may be, your sense of urgency increases and achievement will come that much quicker versus if you don't have a timeline, oh, I can do this when I want, oh, there's really no rush, I don't have to do it today because I don't really have a specific number. So group your goals into immediate, short-term, and long-term. Okay, Immediate goals is that daily grind. Specific goals aimed at a specific event or competition occurring today or within a week, right? Short-term or intermediate may be specific, but it also could be less defined and it could require several steps to achieve. The time frame is usually within six months or an entire season. Long-term goals, and again, this is where your your abstract thinking, your your goal, your goal setting, your visualization, um, these are your dream goals or your career goals that you wish to achieve. They could take years or a lifetime to accomplish, but but understand what you want to get out of that and set them. And as soon as you get these goals, this is important, put them in writing. Set your goals in writing. Number six, goals are the foundation of your motivation, achievements, and success. They're the foundation. Therefore, your goal setting is much more than simply just saying or thinking what you want to happen. Unless you clearly define exactly what you want and understand why you want it, your odds of success are considerably reduced. Okay. On the flip side of that, if you write them down and understand what you want, you're specific, and it's important to your odds of success are dramatically increased. The physical act of writing it down a goal makes it real, makes it tangible. You have no excuse for forgetting about it. You know, and as you as you write, here's a tip: use the word "will" instead of "would like to" or "might." Create a goal to do list, not "might do," not "would like to." I will do this list. Post your goals in a visible place, such as your mirror, uh, such as as on the background of your phone, whatever the case may be, in a place to reminders in several places throughout the house. You know. Put them in a visible place to remind yourself every day of what it is you intend to do and accomplish. All right, and last part of goal setting is create the plan of action. So you got your goals. They're important to you. They're relevant. You you can measure them out. You've put a deadline to them. Now put the, the action plan in place. And this step is often missed in the process of goal setting. You get so focused on the outcome that you forget to plan all of the little steps that are needed along the way. And by writing out the individual steps and then crossing off each one like a grocery list as you complete it, you realize that you're making, I mean, tremendous progress towards your ultimate goal, right? If I want to lose 100 pounds, well, I'm going to check off one pound at a time and dwindle, dwindle that away. I don't have 100 pounds to lose. Um, I would be um, very skinny, uh, probably unhealthily skinny. That's just an example. Okay, so make a checklist, make a plan, 
reward yourself by checking off those boxes to get to your first short-term goal, whatever that may be. Okay, and you just remember this: goal set, goal setting is constant. It's an ongoing activity. It's not just a means to an end. Right? Just build in some reminders to keep yourself on track. Make regular time slots available to sit down and review your goals. Okay. And it's a great time to say, hey, I got to get going harder or I got to tweak things or, hey, I'm going to give myself a big pat on the back. You know, some goals you'll achieve, but then others could be modified or even replaced. The important thing is that you always have direction. You always have wind in your sails and you know where you're going. So uh, that is that is pretty much the seven things on goal setting. Um, set goals that motivate you, set relevant goals, set attainable goals, set specific and measurable goals, set time-limited goals, put your goals in writing, and then create a plan of action and stick with it. All right? Um, so that's it on goal setting for now. I'm just going to scratch the surface in some some other things that... Uh, are important to me which we are going to be doing some a lot of deep dives into this and I hope you stick around and listen because this is a passion of mine uh, rabbit holes that I've gone down over the last few years to try to understand um, and that's you know that's the visualization and the self-talk aspect of it so we're all inclined to accept the thesis that sport is all physicality and that athletes are all muscle and bone okay there's there's a massive research and proof of a different hypothesis that the world is a sport more determined by thought and goals than anything else. The world of sport is a world of emotion. It's a world of temper and most of all it's a world of ideas. Okay, the French, the Francois, believe that every great man that has ever lived has a fixed concept of themselves and of their life of what they want to be they call it id fix a all right that's my country pronunciation of of i d e e f i x e all right so some some uh linguist out there could correct me on that id fix a that's a fixed concept they believe that this fixed goal is the single most vital determinant of your life Okay, so I've been in sports for 25 years um, and I've been going down these rabbit holes for the last, again, three or four years and I found a lot of great facts out there. Number one, great athletes will tell you what they're going to do years before they do it. I'm going to play in the NBA. I'm going to break this world record. Okay, they just, they from a very young age have this fixed concept of exactly what they're going to do. Okay. Number two, in the case of a guy like Michael Phelps or Mark Spitz, swimmers, they predicted to a tenth of the second the races that they are going to run or swim. Okay, They visualized that and they predicted that. And in most cases, it is thought to be impossible. Okay, And, and that it has not been done in the history of the world. In most cases of these great people, what they were doing was once thought to be impossible. Okay, the four-minute mile is a great example of that. Okay, again, we're going to deep dive into this in other podcasts. I just want to give you some food for thought. All right, um, you know, you become like your fixed concept in your brain. If you believe it, 
and you go for it, you become it. And that's why I say just go out and be a legend. Go out and be uh, the greatest. Whoever lived in whatever profession you go into, go out to be the best in the world because you will become like the thing that you go after and, and get fixated upon. The great ones go for the impossible. They go for world records. They go for titles, right? They go for legacy. So on that same note, you are what you think. Self-talk, 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 self-thought, okay? Fact is, the capacity of a person is still unknown. Muscles are capable of 100 times more work than the built-in limiter, the brain. They say uh, when, you're, when you think you're done, you're actually only 40% done. That's your brain stopping you from going too far. That fight or flight, that survival state. Okay, Every weightlifter will tell you that you must think you can lift the, mus- the weight before the body can. It's the most staggering thing to realize in this world of so-called muscle and bone. The mind is the most determining thing. Psychologists studying great people in all walks of life in an attempt to find a common denominator for greatness, they cannot agree on anything except a principle called FQ, failure quotient, which is the ability to bounce back. The great ones can be beaten, but they bounce back. They do not let an injury or a mistake beat them. You would not be great unless you have a high failure quotient along with a fixed concept of who you are. Have a fixed concept and then go out there and bounce back. Fail. You have to be beaten to be great. Which brings me to the next point. Champions are just not born. All right, They do not just spring up. If you study every great athlete in this country and in the world, you will find that they come from an atmosphere of greatness. They go to a place where there is a coach who thinks great things can happen. They are surrounded by a loved one, a sweetheart, a friend, you know, parents, or someone who says they can be the best in the world. They fill them up, right? You know, the uh, study of UCLA Psychology of Basketball Hall of Fame coach John Wooden expected greatness from his players. He expected them to perform at the peak of their efficiency. He expected greatness. And the great ones went there. They created an atmosphere of greatness. All right? Uh, so, again, your, your atmosphere, your environment has a lot to do with your self-talk and your self-image and, and how, what concept and what fixed idea you have of yourself. So be very aware of who you're surrounding yourself with and what fixed concept you have of yourself. If you think, man, I want to be great, and then your very next thought is, well, but... There's all these other players, there's all these other people, or I'm not tall enough, or I can't, I don't have a 40 inch vertical, or I'm not this guy. Then your fixed concept is not one that you can be great, and it is something that you can work on, which again will go down in different episodes. Okay? To sum it up, if you're listening to this, I want you to do something for me. Expect a miracle, and it will happen. Okay? Your program for success. All of us are overqualified, overendowed. We have capabilities that we haven't even scratched the surface of yet. We have physical powers that we haven't even yet discovered. We're made to win and adapt. It takes a lot of messing up and wrong thinking to keep you from triumphing in this life. A lot of it. So stack up the alternative. Stack up the positive. Stack up the belief. And learn from the game of basketball. Learn from your misses. Learn from your turnovers. 
learn from your uh, you know relationships that went bust that you can get back you can come back and you can ultimately win uh, in this great game of life and basketball and that that's about it uh, as far as all that goes I've talked enough you've listened more than enough and I appreciate you guys I believe in every single one of you I'm here to chat for your feedback what did I do wrong how bad do I suck um, I'm I'm here for it all, okay? Uh, because again, my failure quotient in this podcasting world is going to be extremely high because I want to be the greatest podcaster who has ever podcasted. Yes, you heard it here first. And I'm only surrounding myself with people who believe that, which is, in this case, nobody. I'm in this room by myself. So I'll start with myself and my own self-talk. I'll gas myself up. And again... Just looking forward to hear from you. Thank you for listening. Ball with Billy. I'm out. Let's ball with Billy. You want a ball? Well, let's do it with Billy. Hey, y'all get a ball? Where at? What time? You want a ball with Billy?